time. These are the all time players from the past behind. These are the all time eleven. Lone players we've fallen in love with. Um, this has been occupying my mind for a while. Um, and as we record, Haji Minoga is out. Uh, are they playing tonight? That's, that's going to age it. I think he might be home soon, um, depending on the result. I think it's Saturday. Yeah, last oh, it's game. Saturday. That's fine. Yeah. I was just yeah, watching. It. Actually, I managed to see the um, the second game he was playing Oh yeah. on Sunday. And it's really surreal watching watching him play on the TV. And you know when they, they do the line-up at the start and they go across, and I was thinking... You no, know he plays for us. It's quite an incredible moment. It's pretty um, mad. Really interesting how he was being played, though. He's been played at a, a standard right back. Didn't allow him to get forward at all. Mm. Didn't recognise him from how he plays for us. But uh, that's, I guess, the, the power of the manager. And, and you do what you're told to do. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's going to be uh, a potential for our um, for our 11 that we're going to pick tonight. Um but as with all things, there are a couple of rules, I suppose. We're, we're going to go for a four-four-two because that's easy, and that will kind of be the unless there's something mad happens and we need to put three midfielders in. There are going to be some difficult decisions. I've already looked at this list of of players that I've been putting together. I don't know how we're going to get two centre mids out of it. There's far too many, and um, yeah. Well, let, let's 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 make a start. Let's go for goalkeepers now. I've got three written down, and there's a very obvious choice. So we've got Lewis Ward that was uh, suggested by Reese on Facebook and yourselves, Joe and Julian, um, who signed in 2017, made 25 appearances from Reading. Um, yeah, both of you uh, <laughs> agree that Lewis Ward should be the goalkeeper for this team. Oh, sorry, sorry, you Joe, go. Sorry. You, no, you go, Julian. You go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he, he did stand out for me. You know, I've got three goalies on my list. And if we were going for most successful, then you'd probably end up with Nick Pope because he has been the most successful goalie on loan. Um, Also, Alex McCarthy was on my list as well. Um, Although both of those two didn't really cut it, but I guess that's what the loan system's all about, isn't it? They they send them out to make their mistakes with us and uh, go on and become better players. But for me, Lewis Ward was pretty much the, the best goalkeeper. Only concern was his sort of footwork. Um, he was caught out a couple of times, I seem to remember, but I thought he more than made up for it. And and I think Joe, you'll probably agree. You know, we we thought that he was destined for a league career, and and proves that proves that uh, that's right. That's where he is now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was he was a giant, wasn't he? Um, I remember one game away at Solihull, and he was the only player on the pitch taller than the Solihull centre backs. Um, and that was a nil-nil, but I remember it being a memorable nil-nil for his performance. Um, single, single-handedly got us a point um, when we really struggled. Um, but then my most memorable Lewis Ward moment, which is the only slight detractor, is his um, the penalty shootout against Ebbsfleet. <laughs> to jog your memories of that, no. seeing your reaction there for the listener, Will has just rolled his eyes. Um... <laughs> that was a nightmare, wasn't it? So I believe, didn't he say, uh, so I'm sure listeners will correct us, but I think he saved two penalties, but then missed his own penalty. And then we were 3-1 up in the shootout, which 
and then lost a shootout, which not many teams lose penalty shootouts from that position. But sorry to bring that one up on a on a Wednesday evening. Um, but no, he was still a legend, and I think kudos for even you know saving two penalties. You can't expect you can't blame him for missing one. You know he's a goalie. Yeah. He's supposed to blaze them over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play. I think he's he's the clear winner for for kind of yeah his his impact on on a team for that year. Um, legend might be pushing it a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he's got the chance. He's he's got the chance. He's just moved to Charlton, so um, let's hope he um, becomes a legend. I think a statue outside of the valley would be nice. The only other two I wrote down, yeah, obviously Nick Pope. He made five appearances, and um, Laurie Walker. Um, you suggested Joe. Yeah, I mean he was he was fine. Generally great at shit housing, so that is always yeah. ticking my he's box. Got- He's got, he's got, I think he's got the sub spot just because I think he was only there for a month. But I think he, that was, I think that was under Sal, um, I believe, um, where there wasn't many highlights. So um, the goalkeeper um, who is memorable in that season stood out. Um, yeah, he came in and sort of won us a few points. Mm. That's how, that's how exciting those years were. That's how I remember it too. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Right. Lewis Ward in goalkeeper. Now we come to, the centre backs. Um a couple of suggestions we've had in. Aaron obviously suggests uh Hadji Minoga. Um I've written down his best moment is still his New Year's Day celebration in front of the working home end. And Julian, you suggested Adam Webster on Facebook. So yeah, I mean the other names I'm gonna throw at you are Sonny Bradley from twenty twelve, one of Dean Holdsworth's um diamonds in the rough of his uh lone career. Um, Jake Goodman from the same year as Adam Webster. Um, they sat alongside each other. And um, Max Hunt, which was a, a, another Searle one. So those those three made kind of the most appearances for Aldershot. Or those five, sorry. Um, yeah, who who would you go for out of those two, Joe? Not out of those two. Who of those two? No, watch two of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fun edit for you, Will. This is um, horrendous. Yeah, which one do you go for? So, you know, it, this is a really interesting ex- um, almost exercise, isn't it? Because it's there's players I'd forgotten about. I'd forgotten about Sonny Bradley, and if you look back at that Holdsworth squad, um, lone FC we were at that time. Really, um, I don't know what the loan rules were at the time, but I think you're allowed a certain amount in your team, and we must have maximised it. Um, yeah, players had to but, sit out. That was how many we had. Like they yeah. had to not be in the squad. That was amazing. But you look at some of those players we had loaned in and some of those players we had in that squad and the careers they went on to have in a team that was relegated from the Football League. Mm. It's, it's actually insane to look back at that and think, how on earth did we go down? I mean, there's obvious reasons, the manager being one of them, but um, that's a whole separate podcast. Um, Holdsworth had enough um, shout-outs at Kidderminster <laughs> on Saturday. So, um, But yeah, Sonny Bradley was a colossus actually wasn't he but um i don't know if i fell in love with him i don't think i fell in love with any of that squad um but haji minoga i love that love that guy yeah i think he won all our hearts away at woking um max hunt's an interesting shout but he's not really kicked on he was just a quite a good defender in a quite a poor side um adam webster yeah he's had a really successful career hasn't he um but yeah, I'd go with Hajime Noga and the other one's tough. We'll have to decide that between us. <laughs> Ooh, tough. Yeah, so Sonny Bradley, Sonny Bradley did have two loans with us. So mm-hmm. he was there the season before. Um, 
I think that was still signed by Holdsworth. So he had like a, a season where we were up and we weren't relegated. And then he was also in that relegation team, which I think kind of sullied his reputation at Oldershot because he was brilliant in that first season and and then obviously was part of a relegation team. Also, it was alongside Troy Brown as well, who I've written down, um, who made 17 appearances on loan from Rotherham. Um, and yeah, Julian, who do you reckon for the two centre-backs? Yeah, uh, my initial thoughts were Adam Webster. I mean, he came to us at such a young age and he was at some stage, he was a bit like Bambi. He was, you know, sort of all over the place, but but you could see that the potential was there and and, and I thought he sort of grew into his, um, his time with us. I think from memory that there was, you know, most of that first season he was, he was there. Um, and alongside Goodman, I thought they actually looked quite, quite good together. Um, but if you'd asked me at that time, which one of them is going to go on, I would have probably said Goodman. Um, so again, just shows how much I know, but, um, Sonny Bradley for me, quality player. So I think Haji Minogue has to be in there. So for me, it's probably Minogue and Bradley. Yeah. Okay. Executive decision. Sonny Bradley and Haji Minogue. We can always go back to this because next up is the right and left backs, which we don't really have many. So we might have to move Minogue into a right back position. Um, so I'm going to use him as the only other right back that we've signed or at least played there. Um, it's going to be between Haji Minoga and George Fowler. How about that? Uh, signed from Ipswich Town 2017 under Gary Waddock. Made 19 appearances on loan. Obviously, he went on to sign for us um, eventually once his contract ran out. Um, Joe, we'll come to you first. Who's your right back? Well, I think it depends, like you say, on the positioning. Um, of the two, I'm I'm more in love with Minoga. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Fowler... Um, what impressed me about George Fowler is um, his work rate, and also he's you know when he did play centre back, and even well even when he played um, wing back, he his aerial ability for someone not not actually that tall um, was very impressive, and um, he actually chipped in I think with a not loads of goals, but he um, did score a few as well. Um, yeah, I would I would pick Minoga out of the two, but I wouldn't be disappointed if Fowler was in the lineup. <laughs> Fair play, and and Julian, what do you reckon on that? that yeah, jubble? I agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree that I go George Fowler right back, keep Minogue in the centre. Uh, I think when Fowler and um, it was Adam McDonald, I think they both came from Ipswich at the same time, and very early on in the season, they were. I think they were both with us by the end of August, and at the time, they did both make a, a huge difference to the team. So, um, and Fowler was with us. You know, right the way through, I remember him playing um, in a centre-back role uh, when we were on our uh, playoff season run. So um, for for the length of time he was with us overall, I would put him in there at right back. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I loved George Fowler when he first arrived. So it did, obviously it changed slightly once uh, when we weren't very good anymore. But um, I think he can safely go into that right back berth. So, sorry, Adam Webster, you're not getting in this back line, Sonny. Um, the left-backs, we had quite a few. Uh, I've noted down four here. Um, we've got, starting off in 2013, Dan Butler um, from Portsmouth. Uh, 2015, under two different managers. Uh, Nick Anderton and then Tom Richards. 
And then in 2018, Dominic Bernard, who played the most games out of any of those, he played 35 times um, coming from Birmingham. Um, come to you first again, Joe. Left Max, what do you reckon? Yeah, see, this is why this is quite an interesting one because you've named some of those and I've just gone, did they? Are we just naming them because they were on loan and they fit the position? <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. I did, definitely didn't fall in love with some of them. I, I don't even think I noticed some of them. Um, but, you know, I, one of the first players I wrote down when I was looking at players that were loaned in that position, I, I really like Dominic Bernard. Um, might not be everyone's choice, but I don't remember him having a poor game for us. He wasn't standout, but it wasn't his. He wasn't really a flair player, but he he was just a very very good all round player, I think. And he's gone on to have a solid career in the football league. Um, I think it was Birmingham we loaned him from, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So he was quite young at the time, and he's gone on to yeah do do well. Um, I'd pick him just for solidity, really, in that back four. Yeah, yeah, we want to make sure they can they can defend as a unit. So, um, what about you, Julian? Yeah, are those options? Um, for me, it was Dan Butler. Actually, I, I thought uh, again, really sweet left foot. Uh, thought he stood out at the time. He was playing in a pretty poor team from memory, so I think he did stand out quite well. Uh, and again, when he went back to Portsmouth, I think he similar to Adam Webster. They both sort of kicked on once they left us. So, um, yeah, I'll go for Dan Butler. So I think, uh, Will, you're going to have to have the uh, the casting vote on this one. Casting vote. Oh, uh, neither of them, because I, I wrote down kind of uh, best moment for shots. Uh, neither of them have got a moment from me. So that's, <laughs> that's I can't even use that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Dominic Bernard. I, I think he, out of, out, of a, out of that batch, I think he was the most um I was most excited about him signing. And maybe it didn't fit the bill, but coming from Birmingham, a very young prospect that I thought this guy's this guy's bound to be good. Um and he was generally all right. Um so he was we'll go consistent, with him. wasn't he? he consistent. Was consistent. Yeah. Which is what we we've kind of given uh, that George Fowler his right back berth as well for that kind of same he was consistent. He wasn't making horrendous mistakes. Um a consistent eleven. That's what we've got. That's what is, we're yeah. Really easily pleased, don't we? <laughs> They'll it, finish mid-table every year, and listen, we'll be happy. I'm writing that down. Consistent eleven, because Aaron Morris is getting in that every day of the week. He was <laughs> he was Mister Reliable, and Ben Harding. Um, speaking of Ben Harding, we're on to the central midfield role now. There is so many, um, so much so that I'm going to instantly exclude. Um, Josh Stokes from discussions because he's just signed on loan, and Dean Parrett, 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 um, who only made four appearances, but he was he was he was class. But I'm going to say you've got to make a minimum of five. Oh, I've um, just got to cross him off. Then he was on my list. Was he on your list? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe bringing in him. rules midway through the selection process is well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> just stoking the fires, stoking the fires. Right, let's go through the. The kind of main three that I think we've got got to choose from. We're, we're going to mention probably some others, and Dean Perret will be be in there. Um, the first, well, I'm putting him in a centre centre mid role, centre attacking mid, is uh, Dean Morgan, um, signed from OK Dons in 2010. Um, obviously, in that playoff run, he was he was doing doing bits. Um, famous, obviously, for his Cheltenham goal where he looped it back over the defender and volleyed it home. Um, 
we had a message on on Facebook from Rob who said um, that he was much more than the goal at Cheltenham as well. Whenever we needed a goal in the run into the playoffs, he popped up with it. In terms of impact within a short space of time, I don't think he's been topped. He also did it a level higher than most being mentioned on the thread, which is a, f- a fair point. Um, and I would also mention that Lincoln at home game when we were on the verge of the playoffs and that, that was like the, the Dean Morgan show. Um, I think he, he scores 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 two, sets up the other, or was it scores one? He definitely yeah, set up one score. There was a man of the match performance. That was, that was it, wasn't it? He was superb that day. I still yeah, we needed someone. It was someone. the Morgan show, wasn't it? Because wasn't Marvin around at the time as well? I think, yeah, that's why I'm just trying to think whether he set up more Marvin for one of the goals. And also set up Dean Howell on the left-hand side. I'm not sure, but he definitely scored one where he he kind of faked onto his left about twice and then fired it home. Um, so he's he's probably he's in the shortlist. The second on the shortlist, Kundai Benyu. Um, Aaron and Carl um, sent sent their suggestion in as well. Signed in 2016 with Gary Waddock. Played 22 times, scored five. The kind of most famous of which were. Uh, the two away at uh, Solihull. Um, so we had yeah a couple of messages on on Facebook for that. Carl, um, yeah, one of the great loan signings ever. He single handedly pulled that team along and was brilliant. And uh, yeah, he mentions the two goals uh, away at uh, at Solihull. And then the final one of this three that we're going to choose from, I think, unless we have any um, late shouts, is uh, Scott Davis, who we had. Two, three loan spells, um, obviously the most famous of which was the first season where um, his his goal at Torquay and just generally dragging us out of <laughs> out of holes with his free kicks. Um, so, yeah, th- those are the three. And I'm going to come to you first, Joe, with any other um, suggestions you might have and who you think is your midfield too. I mean, I think you've highlighted probably the the list of the ones I would I would choose um but I'd just give a shout out and to Jack Powell um he was a shining light in again quite a poor Danny Searle side um I remember him having really really excellent set pieces and I think he came in and sort of helped us pick up some results in quite a dire season um he would he'd be on the bench, he wouldn't start. But um I I just wanted to give him give him a shout out because um we can forget some of those lone players from from seasons that weren't that memorable. Um but yeah, I would be picking Scott Davies. Um just he is when I was 10, 10 or eleven years old, um he was the player that I loved. Um and yeah, he that he was part of an amazing promotion squad. And yeah, away at Torquay um, was only down the road for me. Um, that was just one of the most memorable nights. Um, and he's just really respectful of the club since then. He, you know, I think we still love him, um, and we always will. Um, yeah, brilliant player. He's going straight in, and it's a really tough decision then between Kundai Benyu and Dean Morgan for me. Um, yeah, I would Kundai Benyu. You mentioned his performance away at Solihull. Um, was one of the best individual performances of recent years. He just pretty much single-handedly ran the show, didn't he? Um, but that mid midfield that year, um, with Carnu and Mensa, um, was a really 
you know, it's not as good as our current front three now. Um, obviously, it's them more of a midfield, but they them as a three were were, were terrifying. And um, for a period, they were just scoring and assisting each other the whole time, and he was a big part of that. And I think he sort of came to us as a bit of a rough diamond as well, and then sort of made a little name, made a little cult status for himself when he came. So I, Dean Morgan or Kendai Benyu, I'm just going to hold that one. Let you guys chat it out. <laughs> Yeah, go to you, Julian. What do you reckon? Thanks. Thanks, Joe, for that. <laughs> um yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you on Jack Powell. I thought um if you're looking for a a lone eleven that have had the most impact, I think Jack Powell really did you, you never know what you're gonna get with a lone player, do you? You don't and you don't know what their intentions are. So you you just don't know whether they're just turning up because they've been told to come or whether they're generally interested. And he showed a real interest for me. He, he really wanted to pick it up and, and run with it. Having said that, I think you'd be like you say, Joe, on the bench. Uh, Scott Davis is all day long going to be in the team. Um, not going to have any arguments about that with anybody. He's He's got to be in there. Uh, that night at Torquay will live long in the memory. Um, the whole day was was incredible. I actually forgot that um, it wasn't near the end of the season. I was I was always thinking it was near the end of the season, but actually it wasn't. It was um, uh, early March, that game. But I think it was the one that really, really sort of announced our intentions to to go. And, of course, that last-minute winner was just just unbelievable. So Scott Davis all day long and Kundai Bendu for me. Uh, he has to go in there as well. Again, that, that three of, as you said, Joe, Mensa, Carnu and him. Um, and then I think he went off to Celtic afterwards, didn't he? Because he was, um, he had such a good yeah, lane. Yeah, and um, and then I think he ended up in Wilston. So we're not quite sure what uh, what happened there. No. I think that was um, that was via um Scandinavia somewhere. That's right. Yeah, he went yeah. to Finland, didn't he, or somewhere? Yeah, he's got one of those. Um, have you ever seen on Twitter those Wikipedia footballer things where you yeah. just see the club list and you've got to work out who it was? His is um, <laughs> quite the bingo sheet. Superb. <laughs> Yeah, I think, so um, I would put him in there um, just again because the impact that he had, he really came in and and just grabbed hold of it and and took us forward. So, yeah, for me, it's um, Scott Davis and and Kundai in there. Okay, yeah, well, uh, just some shout outs for other players that we we can't mention or can't put in this team. Um, Manny Oyeleki in twenty fourteen, his his first season with us was absolutely unreal. Fabian Robert was a uh, French silk for a good half of the season. Oliver Bozinac, how about that? Bozinac, um, the Australian in 2009. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Dean Parrott um, from Tottenham for four games. Danny Rose was on loan, apparently. I didn't realise. I thought we just had him as a as a player. And uh, another player we've mentioned before, Adam McDonnell, um, in there as well. So sorry they couldn't get in the team. So I've... <sighs> In, in some ad, uh, one of the worst admin errors of all time. I somehow got rid of the left left wing and right wingers that I noted down. So we might we might go for a four three three, you know. <laughs> Unless anyone was absolutely like, like if everyone wanted ever, either of Reese Williams, Joel Grant. I'm trying to remember the other ones that I wrote down. It's really annoying. Oh, Joel Grant! You see, you know, you said that name. You've... I know, Joel Valentino. It's a, it's a real pickle for the manager picking a formation for this team now, isn't it? 
I mean, you Dean have to Morgan play four, does... four, two or four, oh, three, three. No. Yeah, I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> are we Flexible. are we going to have a um a top eleven lone players that no one's ever heard of? I mean, that's absolutely got to happen. I mean, even Nick Anderton that I mentioned earlier, I don't remember him at all. But he, he yeah, played, I just I've just thought of um, Rasulo, who came to us from MK Dons, I think. Giorgio Rasulo, Albert Jarrett. Generally, oh. <laughs> <laughs> looking through it was generally hilarious. Some of the players we signed. Um, yeah, I we'll had to scroll through two pages when I looked at the Holdsworth years. Yeah, it's generally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Right, so we're gonna we're gonna do a little change up. It's it's a four three three. Dean Morgan in that number ten role. Um, he he played nine times, scored four times, and I can't think. I think every single one was important in that playoff push. And um, yeah, if it wasn't for Troy Brown slipping, who knows where we could be right now? Um, let's move in on to the the strikers. We've got quite a, quite a few for this area, and um, we've got three to choose from. We can obviously bring in Joel Grant as well, but I just haven't got any stats on him. So um, if you want to go for a right-wing, left-wing cent- central striker, we can do. Um, so I'm going to mention a few names, and they are Jake Robinson. That was suggested by Julian and Aaron. Johnny Dixon, Carl on Facebook, Um he he says, yeah, I remember my dad and a few other fans setting up a player fund through the Old Shot News, which was headed up by Nicky Ball's wife, girlfriend at the time. Had never knew about this. Uh, we managed to get a boy in on loan from Wickham, and my God, he knew where the goal was. Got to be up there as one of the best loan signings. Um, that loan, Johnny Dixon, was uh, 2004, 20 games, 11 goals. Uh, next suggestion was Aidan O'Brien from Millwall. Um, I've I've put down Danny Lopez, Um under Dean Holdsworth, probably the best. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a Spanish player at the wreck, and my God, it was something else. Uh, Dan Holman, 2014, obviously scored the... Uh, uh, the in, He put the cross in for Jordan Roberts at Portsmouth, and then the, kind of the recent two are Corey Andrews and Sinclair Armstrong. Whether they get in, who knows? Um, Joe, I'll come to you first. What, what do you reckon for the, the strikers and how we're going to put them together. No, it's it's quite interesting that we haven't had any strikers that have really set the world alight, I don't think. Um, Danny Lopez is a great shout. He, t- he wasn't there for long, was he? And I think he was loaned out to about four or three different clubs in the same league in the same season. Um, yeah. He ended up going to Barnet or something. But um, Yeah, 12, 12 games, six goals. Yeah. Superb. I mean, that's... There's not many strikers. Does, does that fit the quota for enough games? It does, doesn't it? Goal every two games. It better. There you yeah. go. <laughs> might, you know, it's a bit of a rogue choice, but you you might have persuaded me just by putting him there. Um, God, this is a, this is a really tough one, is it? Um, Johnny Dixon, I think. Um, he's one of, again one of my early sort of shot supporting memories. But yeah, he I just remember him just being a goal scorer, and and I think sort of after those years. And when we came back up to the, you know, before we came back up to the football league, after that, when we did come up, we didn't, we weren't blessed with, with goal scorers really, you know, um, that were natural finishers. And then, yeah, so I'd go Johnny Dixon. I think I remember one game. I mean, someone might correct me on this, but way at Weymouth, I think it was where we, we scored a brace. Um, and I think that, that was sort of in the January, February, um, or our playoff run. 
And I remember that. So yeah, I'd go Johnny Dixon and Danny Lopez. I didn't think I'd say that before the pod, but let's go with that. Nice. And have you got have you got a, a shout for a third? If we're gonna make this a, well, a if we're gonna make it a three. three, yeah. Or is there any other player that you think would fit into that kind of front front line? A, a Joel Grant, a Reese Williams. Can't think of any. I mean, oh, Joseph and Gesson. That was the other one I had. Sorry. This is this is hilarious. <laughs> by the way. Um, do you know what? Yeah, Joel Grant could play in the front three, couldn't he? Um, I mean, he was, I think he was our record transfer fee probably before before recent times where we've... I think so, you know, yeah. Old Josh Stokes for, I think Joel Grant was about 100 grand, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just to, to Was it to crew? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, put Joel Grant in there. He, he went on to have a really good career and I think he, he was he was was a good, really good player for us. Mm. Um just a shame he wasn't there for longer, but obviously he got snapped up and we couldn't say no to that sort of money at that time. Right. And uh, Julian, what do you reckon? What's your front three looking like? Yeah, um, I initially went for uh, Joel Grant. Uh, I think just the impact again he had on that title winning season uh, and taking it into League Two. Well, I don't think he actually played in League Two, did he? No, yeah, left us did. early. Yeah. Left us early, yeah. But uh, Joel Grant was was one for me. Jake Robinson, I thought, was a was probably the best finisher that I've seen. Uh, you know, he he would he knew where the goal was. Um, and Aidan O'Brien, I thought, had a had a really good spell. This although although it was short, uh, again he looked quality. And for me, you could tell he was going to stay. Uh, just throw a couple of names in there we haven't mentioned. Um, Alfie Pavey came to us, didn't he? He did, yeah. So um, I thought he looked quite good, actually, in the couple of games he was with us. But uh, again, just shows how much I know. Um, and perhaps you can correct me on this one. Was Guy Maggio alone or was he a permanent? I I tried to have a look. I, it seems I couldn't find out, to be honest. I think he was a permanent signing. I but think so. As we were discussing this, these lone players, I was just thinking we did a separate pod for sort of bizarre cult heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Guy Madger. He just yeah, wasn't was there well. for very long. And if you're talking about Wikipedia footballers and their club yeah. list, if you could name some of Guy Madger's clubs, that's the whole podcast just reeling those off. I feel like we've, we've slightly rushed it. But let's go with Joel Grant. That's that's locked in. Johnny Dixon is also locked in. I think Danny Lopez deserves a spot in players that we've fallen in love with. I know that that Dan and Callum listen to this will have fallen in love with uh, Danny Lopez as well. So that's that's the front three that we go with. For me, with 12 subs. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So there we have it. Lone players we've fallen in love with, 11. We've got uh, Ward in goal, Fowler at right back, Monogram Bradley are the two centre-backs. I did put this out on on X as a poll to see if um, anyone would prefer Monogre and Webster. It came out completely even, the same amount of votes for each. So we're going to go with Monogre and Bradley. Dominic Bernard, left-back. Scott Davis and Benu uh, are going to kind of sit a little bit. I mean, it's it seems scandalous to uh, to make Scott Davis sit sit back a little bit. But we've got Dean Morgan in front of him, so don't worry. Uh, and then we've got Johnny Dixon, Danny Lopez, and Joel Grant. I think just give them free reign. Give them free reign. They're all Mavericks. And uh, yeah, some honourable mentions on the bench of Laurie Walker and Jack Powell. 
Thanks everyone for sending your suggestions in. We will do another one of these at some point. Um, if anyone's got any ideas, then send them in to atfcpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, one other note is that I, when doing the edit, I realised I called him Reese Williams, which is wrong. It was Ryan Williams. I loved Ryan Williams. His best moment that I wrote down was just that he was used to seemingly wear like the baggiest shirt. And it's probably the last time I've seen a player in a baggy shirt, older shot. It's all these new fangled area um, shirts. They're all too well fitting. The old school ones, where the Italians couldn't get the size right. That's that's heritage. That's red and blue heritage. Anyway, I hope you like this episode. Should be another one coming soon. Cheers. Bye.